Good afternoon and welcome to the IndyCar Conference. My name is Brandon and I'll be your operator for today. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Later, we will conduct a question and answer session, during which you can dial star 1 if you have a question. Please note this conference is being recorded, and I will now turn it over to Arnie Streben. Arnie, you may begin. Thank you, Brandon, and welcome everyone to today's IndyCar Media Teleconference. Earlier today, Ed Carpenter Racing completed its 2018 Verizon IndyCar Series lineup by announcing that rising British driver Jordan King, the 2013 British F3 champion and a race winner in Formula 2 slash GP2, will race in the 11 Roden Street Course events in the number 20 Fuzzies Vodka Chevrolet. We're pleased to be joined today by ECR owner-driver Ed Carpenter and Jordan King. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Good afternoon. Thank you. All right. We'll start with uh, Ed. Uh, Ed, I know you had a lot of choices uh, when it came time to pick the uh, driver who you would share uh, the number 20 car with this season. What attracted you to uh, Jordan King? Um, well, like I mentioned in, in the release, Jordan and I met um, at Sonoma 2016. A kind of mutual acquaintance introduced us then when he, he was first over, just kind of taking a look at IndyCar and what it had to offer. So we met way back then, and then I think really what what moved it from there was um, – Jordan works with, with Mark Bundell, um, who I have a, a history with. We worked with Mark when Mike Conway was part of part of the team in the ECR family in, in 2014. Um, so that, that connection definitely helped, um, you know, speed things along and, and give me a, a high level of comfort with, with Jordan. You know, it's always, it's always a little hard. Um, you know, I'm an American-based guy that's really just competed here and, you know, I follow what's going on in the European series, but don't have as deep of a knowledge. So to to have someone like Mark involved that that I really trust and 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 value his you know his, his feedback and and guys that he brings to the table when when we had an opening, um, you know, so he he played a big role in it. Jordan came over to Indianapolis earlier um, in December, I guess it was, um, and and we we had some quality time together um you know talking racing talking about his career life in general what his goals are um and i think we all um got really comfortable with each other at that point and here we are now all right jordan uh congratulations on today's announcement and welcome to the verizon indycar series i know you've pointed your career on the path to formula one but uh now that you've uh, decided to move over to america how much are you looking forward to uh, taking the step in your racing career well, I've always had a very um, you know, wide view on, on my motorsport career as a general. And as Ed said, when I popped out to Sonoma at the end of uh, 2016, you know, it was really to kind of get a feel, understand what the series was all about, and really get to know kind of the people behind it and, and how it all works. And, you know, that really did kind of start the fire inside me for it. And then spending the next year or so pushing towards making that a goal um, and you know, I'm really pleased to finally get it to pay off and uh, yeah, really excited to fly over and, and get started. I read that uh, as you were doing your due diligence and learning about IndyCar, you talked to uh, several friends that you have who race over in IndyCar. Uh, one of them, I think, was Alexander Rossi, uh, who's had success and followed a similar path to you. 
Um, what did you learn about the American racing scene from your friends that intrigued you about IndyCar? I suppose it was more reassurance. Um, there's always a bit of skepticism, changing path, and you know, obviously me, it's actually moving country, and a couple of things like that. And for me, someone like Alexander Rossi, he's done it, but the other way around. He came over to Europe, and I raced with him, I was teammates with him. So I, I kind of trust him and, and believe what he's saying, so I spoke to him quite a bit. Uh, from everything down to the car, you know, how does the car drive, what's it feel like, um, all the way through to what's it like living in the U.S. Uh, so just filling in all the gaps was quite reassuring to speak to someone who's done it and, and who I know his driving style and things like that, you know? All right. Uh, speaking of uh, the car and, uh, and the new car you'll drive, Ed, uh, you are one of the few guys who uh, has had time in the new 2018 car that debuted later this year. What are your thoughts on the car, and uh, how do you think uh, it is a change from uh, what we've been racing in the past? Well, um, you know, we we have been fortunate to be to be able to do some of the testing for Chevrolet um, over the course of the off season. So it's it's been it's been fun. Uh, the car is definitely different. You know, I think when it comes to high downforce tracks, whether it's short ovals, street courses, high downforce road courses. Um, it's, it's quite different to drive and the field's quite a bit different. Um, the speedway stuff, we, we did a test at Texas. I haven't been at IMS yet, but it's a little less different at those places than, than the high downforce tracks. But I think, I think IndyCar, Delara, you know, everyone involved in the process has done a good job trying to accomplish the, the outcomes that they're wanting. Um, but it's still early, you know, I mean, all the tests we've done, never been on track with with more than just one car so there's still a lot to learn um but it but it has been nice to get a a little bit of a an early start to it to have an idea of what we need to address or and even just to get used to the feel of the new car but you know it's a it's a good time for for jordan to come in just because he's he's going to have a lot to learn about indycar the car the track um, but with everyone now, there's going to be having a bit of a reset from how you drive the car to, to what, what the cars need from a setup standpoint. So it'll make it put them on a little more equal footing than, than if he was coming in in a year where we're all, you know, picking up where we left off the year before. So I, I'm excited to, to keep the development process going with the car. Uh, excited for, for Jordan to get a chance to, to, to get started with the team and be a part of that process. Uh, coming up at the beginning of February. All right, uh, Brandon, let's open up for questions for Ed Carpenter or Jordan King. Thanks, Arnie. We will now begin the question and answer session. If you have a question, please press star 1 Hello. on your telephone keypad. If you wish to be removed from the queue, please press the pound sign or the hash key. If you're on a speakerphone, please pick up your handset first before dialing the numbers. Once again, if you have a question, please press star 1 on your touchstone phone. And we're standing by for any questions. Okay, looks like no questions so far. Uh, we'll just give it a few more seconds here, just in case. All right. And from Binghamton, Binghamton Times, we have Mike Thomas on the line. Please go ahead. 
Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, Jordan, uh, in, in working with Mark Blundell, obviously he has a history in driving Indy cars. If you could go into a little bit of detail maybe about what what he told you about it, uh, how his experience and his knowledge of the series helped you make this decision. I think with Mark, he was uh, he was very very straight to the point with me. Um, you know, we we sat down numerous times uh, during the season. Uh, in season is in 2017, and um, talking about my next options for the following year, and uh, he he just said, look, if it was me, this is what I would do. I've done it. This is why I did it. This is what happened. This is what I achieved. This is how much fun I had. You know, all, all those things, and he really just reassured me that it was the right path for me to take for my career, and uh, for him it was a, a no-brainer, so it was quite quite good to hear that from somebody who, who I trust and I've known for a long time. And, and just a quick follow-up, do you, do you have any immediate goals, or what, what are your expectations for the season? Uh, for the season, I like to keep myself a little bit more open um, yeah, I don't want to put blinkers on on myself straight away before I've got in the car I want to be like a sponge absorb everything I can try everything I can and obviously do as well as I can if I can win races perfect um, but it's very much going to be a learning year for me, for me and the longer goal is to become a full time IndyCar driver and, and work towards you know, greater things in the future so you know, for me it's really being a sponge next year and having the best success I can have in my rookie year. Thank you. From well, Indianapolis Star, we have Jim ILO. Please go ahead. Hi, guys. Congratulations. Um, Thanks, Jim. Ed, I, Ed, I just wanted to ask you real quick. I mean, having got a chance to test the car, like you said, did that change what you were looking for in a driver? or And what were, what were you looking for in a driver? And, yeah, did that change after you had been able to test the new car? Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it changed when it came to what we were looking for in a driver. I think, um, like I said earlier, it maybe gives you a little more comfort um, bringing, you know, a guy like Jordan who's going to be new to to IndyCar in, just because there is opportunity for for everyone to to catch on to the the new package quicker, and and it is different. Um, you know, but more than anything, just, just looking for the right fit. Um, you know, with, with us, with Spencer having been in the role the past couple of years, um, and, and moving him up into a full-time position, um, you know, we, we, we talked to quite a few people and, and really it was just came down to, to a comfort level of, of how we can all work together, um, and, and the, and the quality of driver that we're getting in, in Jordan and, you know, although he, he doesn't have a lot of experience over here, he, he has a lot of experience in Europe, and he's been he's raced and been teammates and, and competed with a lot of guys that that have come over here and had success. And, and like I said earlier, you know, I think probably more so than anything, I really really value Mark's opinion and his as an evaluator of talent and and even other people that I've talked to um, who know Jordan or, or who have worked with Jordan over there. So. That that was the biggest thing is just finding someone we felt like was a quality candidate that could come in and and be be a good teammate to to Spencer on, on the road course races when I'm not in the car and and try to deliver results for for our team and our partners 
um, you know, in 2018. And, and obviously, you know, one of the other things that, that I was happy to hear when, when George and I were, were speaking and getting to know each other more was that, you know, he's, he's looking to come over here and, and, and build a career in America. It's not a, a stopgap to, to get back to something in Europe or to, to redirect a career to F1. Um, you know, he's looking to make a change and come over here and be a part of this series. And, you know, I, I, I think that's the right attitude to approach this with. And just to kind of piggyback after the, the last question we had, do you have, what are your expectations for, for what Jordan's going to be able to do in, you know, early on as he's learning everything? And then the other small question was, uh, Jordan mentioned talking to guys like Alex Rossi. Did you speak with anybody he drove against, um, you know, before hiring? Um, I, I, I more tried to reach out to some people um, through through engineers and whatnot that that I knew he had worked with um, to get an idea for for how that dynamic was. But um, as far as the the what, what was the first part of your question? I got stuck. Just the expectations, you know, early on in the season. Yeah, uh, expectations. Yeah, um, you know, I think. Obviously, as a team, you know, we, we have expectations to, to win races and, um, you know, we, we under, underperformed in that regard last year. Uh, but at the same time, I think we have to, we have to be realistic with Jordan. Um, and it's really, you know, I think we'll all have a better idea and be able to set, you know, some, some goals for, for himself and, and us as a team as we get further into this process of working together and, and with the new car. But, um, you know, I, I always, I always have an expectation of winning races and, um, you know, from, from my viewpoint, Jordan wouldn't be a part of the team if we didn't feel like he was the caliber driver to be able to make that happen. All right. Thanks very much. And congratulations again. Thanks, Jim. Once again, if you do have a question, please press star one on your telephone keypad. And from autoracing1.com, we have Lucille Test. Please go ahead. Lucille, your line is open. Oh, hi. Sorry. Um, I have a question either for Ed. I guess probably Ed is the best person. Um, will Jordan be able to run on any of the uh, ovals this year, or will he be testing on any ovals? Um, there's no plan to, for Jordan to be doing any of the oval races, but, but we do have uh a plan and are working on plans to to get him in the car um on an oval you know to to develop you know start developing that part of of his career um you know as he looks to like he mentioned earlier he wants to be able to run full time at some point uh in IndyCar so that was that was an important part of the process knowing that that we could get him in the car um you know, for some for some oval testing, so we're we're still nailing down when exactly that'll be. But he will get the opportunity to to do a little bit of oval testing, um, you know, to get his feet with that wet with that. And I I think it'll be I think it'll be a, a good a good drill to go through also just to to give him a better idea of of what the total capabilities of the car are. You know, even if he's not racing on ovals, just to have an understanding of, of what the car is capable of when it comes to some of the higher speed road courses as well. Okay. I just wondered, I hadn't seen your, your uh, press release yet, and I wondered if maybe you were going to run him in an extra car at Indy this year. Um, there's, no, there's, there's no plan for that at this point. Um, 
you know, we don't have any third car plans, you know, for, for us, the, the, the biggest, the biggest gap and thing that we needed to focus on was getting this, this program put in place with, with Jordan and the, the 20 car for the road and street courses. And if there's an opportunity, um, that, that makes sense, you know, with, with Jordan or, or anyone else for that matter to, to run an extra car at Indy, we'll, we'll evaluate that. But, um, it wasn't, it wasn't part of these discussions. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And Jordan, welcome to the IndyCar family. Thank you very much. You were teammates with Rossi back in 2015. What kind of uh, friendly advice did he give you about coming over? I think the most most friendly advice he gave me was actually just you'll love it out here. Um, more from uh, in the sense I think how much he's enjoyed himself uh, as he you know. He was very focused on Formula One at one point in his life, and he's gone over there and had some great success. So, uh, yeah, it was quite nice to hear hear that from him. And we spoke about the car a little bit, you know, driving styles, um, the feeling you get within the car, what to expect, um, you know, a little bit more technical stuff, so how, how much it weighs, you know, how that affects the driving style, where you can find performance in general. Um, so it was, it was quite nice to hear his view compared to cars that we've both driven before and kind of get my head around uh, how I need to drive it when when the day comes. Okay. Well, good luck to you and look forward to meeting you at one of our media events. Thank you very much. And once again, if you do have a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad. And we're standing by for any further questions. Brandon, seeing as there are no more questions for Ed and Jordan, uh, we will thank them for their time this afternoon and uh, wrap up today's IndyCar media conference call. Uh, this will uh, this call will be available on a digital tape replay approximately one hour after the conclusion of the call. To access the system, participants need to dial 888-843-7419 or 630-652-3042 and enter the passcode 444 one six five six two followed by the pound sign. A transcript and MP3 audio of today's call will be available on IndyCar's media website at media.indycar.com. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, this concludes today's conference. Thank you for joining. You may now disconnect. <laughs>